Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg with Power Systems Design. Every once in a while, we like to go back to the basics and discuss some fundamental concepts in greater detail because, to paraphrase William S. Burroughs, if you're not innovating, you're dying. And few industries are simultaneously on the cutting edge of innovation and a bit stagnant, quite like solar. According to a Pew Research survey, solar power installations rose 34% when, from 2020 to 2021, and 8% of all respondents to a January survey said they already installed panels. And numerous state and federal incentives can lower the cost for consumers. But numerous, numerous roadblocks remain, like the aforementioned costs, which, which can range from $16,000 to $23,000 after the rebates. And of course, the efficiency of the panels is far from given. Weather, weather and location can definitely affect their efficiency, but in order to really squeeze as much energy from the panels as possible, you need reliable solar inverters, which is where Navitas comes in. Amongst their voluminous product portfolio, their components allow for 50% smaller and lighter solar inverters, which reduces costs by 25% and enables 40% energy savings. And we've got Steve Oliver from Navitas to discuss this a bit further. So, Steve, thanks for joining us. And could you give us a brief overview of a solar inverter's purpose? Certainly. Thanks very much, Jason. It's a pleasure to be here. A solar inverter is quite simply to convert the sun's energy in light form into electrical energy in usable volts and amps. While the sun itself has a seething mass of nuclear fusion, creating helium from hydrogen, and a single solar flare can release an energy of 10 to the 24th joules, due to the vast distance, and the art of the fourth power, we need to make use of every photon that reaches us. Now, you mentioned the solar panel efficiency or efficacy. The National Renewable Energy Laboratory in Golden, Colorado, keeps track of the increase in solar panel efficacy. And in May this year, recorded a prototype achieving 39.5%. So that basically means a 40% conversion rate from sunlight into electricity. So making big progress. At the same time, manufacturing and installation costs have been drastically reduced. In June, the International Energy Authority, the IEA, published a report saying that solar is now cheaper than oil, gas, or coal. So all the trends are going in the right direction. Now, when it comes to solar systems or, or solar inverters, there are actually two flavors. We should categorize maybe a residential installation this might have, say, 10 or 12 panels on your roof, typically about a 6.2 kilowatt system. And that could use a thing called a microinverter per panel. That will convert the very low voltage DC that comes from the panels themselves up into AC that then will go into the house. Additionally, there are larger systems, maybe on a, a school roof or a, a factory or in a field, where you would have a lot of solar panels strung together and then do a very big, powerful, and high-voltage string inverter to convert to AC. So there are two different systems. And for Navitas, we're looking at both of these systems. The first, the microinverter, largely for residential use, that would use the gallium nitride power ICs with their 650 or 700 volt capability. On the high-power string inverters, that's where the Genesic silicon carbide MOSFETs come in to handle the power, handle the temperature, and handle all of that voltage. Okay, so we, we know what it's supposed to do. What are the immediate and long-term consequences of a faulty or inferior inverter? 
Well, the fundamental one is if you have a faulty inverter, then you need a very long ladder. That's the standard. If something goes wrong in a roof, you have to have someone come out and fix it. And that is why the solar industry is understandably focused, laser focused on reliability and quality of the system. They have to guarantee things for 20 or 25 years in tough circumstances, in the heat, in the rain, in the snow, on somebody's roof. And that's why Navitas is unique in having a 20-year warranty for its GANFAST power ICs. We're the only company in the world to have such a warranty. And really that's standing behind making sure things work for our customer and then that downstream customer to make sure that they do continue to get the electricity. Now, in terms of the panels themselves, obviously you need at some point to keep them clean, otherwise they'll lose their efficiency. And also there are different ways that you can control a grid or an array of solar panels. So for example, if one of them does go down, maybe there's a, a faulty solder connection over time, you want the other panels to keep going. You don't want the entire system to shut down. So in that case, that's where the microinverters come in. Alternatively, you can make sure the efficiency of the system with a string inverter is maintained by using a thing called a power optimizer, which will link between each unit. So it's all a case of building in some kind of redundancy, building in really high quality to make sure the homeowner or the, the owner of the field of solar panels gets the electricity that they paid for. Right. Now, if I'm correct, Navitas's solution utilizes gallium nitride. So why is GAN a superior choice for your inverters over silicon? That's a great question. Yes. So for the microinverters, gallium nitride is, is the new kid on the block. The silicon chip in its current form, uh, whether it's a MOSFET or a thing called an IGBT, really came in late 70s, early 80s and has a a 30 or 40 year run of being the top dog. But now we've got this gallium nitride technology. It's called a wide band gap semiconductor, along with silicon carbide, another wide band gap technology. And it has higher uh, electron velocity. That's the speed of the electrons when it moves. Also has better thermal characteristics and also much lower capacitance. So it means it switches much faster without burning as much energy. And when you convert power from one electrical power from one form to another, say from AC, DC, or in the case of a solar panel from DC up to AC, you're actually slicing the power, you're chopping it up into small chunks. And the speed at which you can do that reduces the size, the weight, the cost of that microinverter or that string inverter. So both gallium nitride and silicon carbide operate faster and more efficiently than the old legacy silicon chips. All right. Uh, well, Steve, before I let you go, let, let me follow up on a claim made in your press release. How exactly does your technology enable 40% energy savings? Great question. So we took a look at uh, a 6.2 kilowatt system, and you look at the whole end-to-end uh, -end performance, and with a typical silicon inverter, you're at 97.5% efficiency which for 6.2 kilowatts comes in 158 watts of loss. Now, a GAN inverter can actually go up to 98.5% efficiency, reducing that loss to only 94%. And when you do the math, that is a 40% reduction in energy loss or 40% energy savings. And that extra 
1% going from 97.5 to 98.5 doesn't look like a lot on paper, but when these things are on the roof for years and years and years, and you've actually got a high kilowatt system, that really does make a difference. And that contributes to reducing the payback time on a solar installation by a year or more. Excellent. Well, thanks again, Steve. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.